you remember last week when I was talking about the Latin Mass and where you are in the world? At one point I said, unless you live in Chicago, you're in trouble. Well, that's because I'd already heard this rumor that Cardinal Supic was going to drop the hammer on traditional Latin Mass Catholics. And that's exactly what he has done. You can see this tweet over here in the top corner from Ed Penton, the good Roman journalist. Says among his restrictions for Chicago, Cardinal Supic prohibits the celebration of the traditional Mass on the first Sunday of every month, Christmas, the Triduum, which is Good Friday, Holy Saturday, Easter Sunday, and Pentecost Sunday. Boom, drop the hammer. All right, we're going to say prayers. I got a couple things to say. First off, I just got back from country western dancing with my family. So I'm kind of in my Texas gear here. And I'm going to debut a new friend. Duke. This is my f new friend, Duke. A Christmas present. How are you, Duke? Say hello. Oh, you're so shy. We got puppies for Christmas, too. Duke and his sister. Daisy. So we'll talk about that in a, bit before, in a bit. Before we get going, we will pray the Our Father and we'll find out what's going on in Chicago. Oremus nomine Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Patro noster, quies in celi, sanctificetur nomen tuum, venia regnum tuum, fiat voluntas tua, sicut in cello et in terra, panem nostrum quotidianum da nobis odie, et dimite nobis debita nostra, sicut et nos dimitimus debitoribus nostris. Et ne nos inducas in tentationem, se libera nos amalo. Amen. Nomine Patris, Fidii, et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Well, everything is going well in Texas here. We had a wonderful Marshall Christmas, and the kids were blown away. They've wanted a dog for years. I've always said no way to the dogs. And this year we got two. This is Duke. He is a Cavapoo. He's half poodle his mom is a poodle and his dad is a cavalier king charles spaniel and he's pretty cute love him love him we're enjoying it life here we had a great christmas we had traditional latin mass midnight mass with the whole family while we're at midnight mass saint nicholas came and brought the two puppies, Duke and his sister, Daisy, and the kids were blown away. And there's even, we turned on our surveillance cameras. Yes, we have cameras all over our house, so don't y'all try anything. And sure enough, there was St. Nicholas on the surveillance camera while we were at Mass dropping off the little puppies, the little Cavapoo puppies. Just the cutest things ever. Look at this guy. Just the cutest thing ever. All right. Well, what's not so cute is Cardinal Supic and what he's going, what he's doing to the traditional Latin Mass. Oh, we got a visitor. Hi, Elizabeth. Oh, there goes. <laughs> hey. Puppy. You want to take him? Sure. Okay. Here, let's Bye. have him say goodbye. Say bye-bye. <laughs> bye, Duke. Love you. Thank you, Puppy. All right, bye. I can't be my Puppy. Bye, Puppy. Oh, Daisy's downstairs. Now, if you followed what's been going on in Chicago, Supich before had banned 
Um, actually, I think this was pre-Chicago. I can't remember if it was in Chicago or not, but at one point, Supich had banned the traditional Latin Mass, traditional Roman liturgy for Good Friday, Holy Saturday, and Easter Sunday. Well, he's back at it again. But this time, in Chicago, he's banning the Latin Mass for the sake of unity, my friends, on the first Sunday of every month. That's interesting. On Christmas, the Triduum, Easter Sunday and Pentecost Sunday. And I'll go ahead and read from the pastoral letter um, about pastoral accompaniment, etc. This I'm reading from Vatican News. And it reads... Um, in concluding his cover letter, the Cardinal reminds the priest that an expression of their love for the body of Christ is to faithfully adhere to the liturgical norms. In this way, our worship may always enrich and never diminish the faith of our people. Let's pause right there. We all know that the Novus Ordo liturgy has diminished the faith of people, not everywhere, but in general. 70% uh, of people that attend the Novus Ordo do not believe in the real presence. 70%. There's all kinds of reasons for that. It has to do with bad catechesis, but part of it has to do with making the liturgy pedestrian, drive-through liturgy, um, the way that Holy Communion is administered, the way that the miracle of transubstantiation is presented or set. You know, if you saw that movie Mass of the Ages, in that film, that documentary, I say, Transubstantiation is always transubstantiation. It's always Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man. But just like a diamond is always a diamond, there are master jewelers who can set a diamond in a setting, right, that brings glory and beauty to that diamond. Maybe it allows light to move through it. You know, maybe the way it's, it's set in the precious metals allows people to appreciate the diamond better than maybe just taping it to some tinfoil and putting it on your finger. And the traditional Latin Mass, if you've been to it, if you've experienced, if you've marinated your spirituality in the traditional Latin Mass, you've come to that epiphany, come to that realization. But Cardinal Supic closes his letter and says, quote, insightful observation of Pope Benedict who noted the post-Vatican liturgy will be loved if it is celebrated with great reverence and harmony with the liturgical directives. This will bring out the spiritual richness and theological depth of this missile. And I would just want to say time out here, Cardinal Supich, and why doesn't your statement there, why does it only apply to the Novus Ordo and not apply to the traditional Latin Mass? Think about that for a second. Is the traditional Latin Mass deficient? Is it bad? Does it have bad theology? Is it misleading? What is it about the Novus Ordo that makes it better than the traditional Latin Mass so that the traditional Latin Mass would have to be diminished or denigrated? What's implicit in this statement is that the Novus Ordo is better. <sighs> Supich, uh, the preamble to the policy implementing the Traditionus Casonis, the intention of the motu proprio is clearly synthesized to, quote, reestablish throughout the church of the Roman rite a single and identical prayer that expresses its unity according to the liturgical books promulgated by saintly popes Paul VI and John Paul II in conformity with the decrees of the Second Vatican Council. Pause again. It's saying a single and identical prayer, and yet there are at least four Eucharistic prayers. 
I mean, I mean, how can you say, well, we're going to just stick with the Novus Ordo, but the Novus Ordo itself is based on a plurality or multiformal expression of liturgy that the local president or celebrant of the liturgy gets to choose like a DJ whenever he goes up to the altar. The traditional Latin mass did not have um, remixes for the penitential rite, for the Eucharistic prayer, for the memorial acclamation, these kind of things that can be mixed and matched like Legos, speaking of Christmas time. So, Cardinal Supic has made it so that only the Novus Ordo can exclusively be celebrated on the first Sunday of every month. What is this? <laughs> like suddenly if a priest, if it's the second, third, fourth, or fifth Sunday of the month and a priest says the Latin Mass, that's okay. But if it's the first Sunday of the month, let's all wave our fingers at those traditionalist priests who want to dare to say the traditional Latin Mass on the sacrosanct first Sunday of every month. And then, of course, the holiest days of the year, Christmas, the Triduum, Easter Sunday, and Pentecost Sunday. Now, Supic says, well, you can still do the Novus Ordo, and you can do it in Latin, but you need to get some permission on that. You can use Gregorian chant, and of course you can use incense, but Mass must be facing the people. The intention for this policy is, quote, to foster and make manifest the unity of this local church as well as to provide all Catholics in the Archdiocese an opportunity to offer a concrete manifestation of the acceptance of the teaching of the Second Vatican Council and its liturgical books. Wow, Cardinal Supic is being... i got to be careful with what I say. He's being an enforcer. You know, if you want to do LMNOP ministry masses, if you want to... I had a cute dog here. If you want to do doggy masses, if you want to do social justice, you want to do a George Floyd mass, you can do any mass in the spectrum of the rainbow. But we're going to make sure that you trads accept, offer a concrete manifestation of the acceptance of the teaching of the Second Vatican Council and its liturgical books. Oddly enough, the Second Vatican Council has no canons, and no anathemas. I accept every anathema of Vatican II. And yet, Supich and Pope Francis are enforcing perfect allegiance to a pastoral council that even Paul VI said was not infallible. Does Cardinal Supic enforce the Council of Trent? Does Francis enforce the Council of Trent? What about the Council of Florence? Can we get heavy on the Council of Florence? Council of Florence says anyone who dies below the age of reason and is not baptized does not receive the beatific vision. Are we going to start enforcing that, lining up the priests and questioning them and asking, do you believe in the Council of Florence? Here's a here's a checkbox list of Council of Florence things that you need to hold to. 
or even I just love Council of Trent. We could just give it to the Council of Trent, make, make, make people. And if they don't believe, this is kind of an idea here. Ask your, your Novus Ordo congregations, do you believe in the Council of Trent? And if they're not fully accepting the Council of Trent, which most of them would not be, you say you can only have Novus Ordo if you tend the Latin... Latin Mass on Christmas, Latin Mass on Triduum, and Latin Mass on Easter and Pentecost Sunday until you fully accept the Council of Trent. Then we'll let you have your Novus Ordo back. Are we willing to do that to, to turn the tables? No, of course not. This has double standards written all over it. Nobody, nobody in the Novus Ordo Conciliar Church gets disciplined. Nobody, except for the Trapps. Think of all the bad clergy and bad bishops of the past 60 years. The only two that got public, publicly reprimanded are Archbishop Lefebvre and Cardinal McCarrick. And because the Cardinal McCarrick one was crying out to heaven. There's probably some, a few others, but when you think of the most public discipline measures, it's Archbishop Lefebvre for celebrating the Latin Mass and refusing to participate in the madness of post-Vatican II ecumenism. And then McCarrick because of the scandals of child abuse. And thanks for to the testimony of James Crine. So here's what it's like. I just showed you my dog, Duke. I was going to keep him with me the whole time, but my kids love him. They took Duke. This morning, I sat with food in my hand, and I'm trying to tr train Duke to sit. And I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on this on how to do it. So I'm not going to go through how to train a dog. I'm still learning. I'm new at this. But since I've been thinking about training a dog, this whole TLM, traditional Latin mass thing, is reminding me of basically how you train a trad. And the doggy treats in this case are your, they know we like that TLM. The TLM is like the ultimate doggy treat that we love. And they're like, you know what? We're going to have you bow down to Pachamamas and we're going to have you hold hands during the Our Father and we're going to have you do all the goofy LMNOP um, liturgies and we're going to just shove. Um, immigration policies, whether they're in conformity of Catholic tradition or not, we're going to make you accept all of that until you can sit down, lie down, roll over, stay, and then we'll put a little TLM in your mouth. Oh, you got a Latin Mass. You can get Latin Mass on the second, third, fourth, and fifth Sunday of the month if you learn to do the doggy tricks, like a poodle at the circus. This is what they're going to try. And I said it last week, and I'll say it again. I'm not going to compromise. I don't want a deal where I can get Latin Mass some 50% of the time, 10% of the time, 90% of the time. No, I'm not taking that deal. Remember the show Deal or No Deal? Me, Taylor Marshall, no deal. I'm not taking the deal. For me, is traditional Latin Mass... 365 days a year, also the traditional rite for Roman baptism, the traditional confirmation, the traditional extreme unction, the traditional 
confession, penance, traditional marriage for my children, and if any of my sons are ordained, traditional holy orders. That's it. Deal or no deal. No deal. I want all that. I also want traditional exorcisms, uh, traditional bravery, traditional calendar, the whole thing. Deal or no deal. That's the whole thing. And it's not going to be like, well, if you sit and roll over and if you accept ecumenism and you bow down to the Pachamama and you go along with all this, what do we call it? Basically polytheism. Then we'll give you a little Latin mass. Good boy. Good little doggy. You get a little tree. You get a Latin mass once a month at 2 p.m. Way out in the country where no one can get to. Or we'll give you a little Latin mass in the industrial part of town near a truck stop. Or we'll give you a Latin mass three hours out of town. Good little boy. You accept ecumenism? Go ahead and say, all Buddhists go to heaven. Say all Buddhists go to heaven. Oh, good boy. Here's your little TLM. You can have you can have TLM and you can have some lace. And we'll even let you do a procession once a year. And in the procession, you can use some Latin. Good boy. No, I'm not interested in that kind of Catholicism. Where they IV drip out Latin mass to us based on our behavior of accepting all Buddhists go to heaven. All Hindus go to heaven. All Jews go to heaven. All Muslims go to heaven. Or the version of Catholicism is just be a good person. No. The traditional Catholic faith is Adam and Eve sinned. We are in original sin. We are all born outside the Garden of Eden. We are born in this world lacking sanctifying grace and original justice. The cure is the redemption of Jesus Christ, born of the Virgin. He died on the cross for our salvation. He redeemed us with his blood. He rose on the third day for our justification. He instituted a priesthood that celebrates seven sacraments in such a way to incorporate us and unite us into Jesus Christ. By participating in these sacraments, we receive the redemptive power of Jesus Christ. And we are transformed, not by imputation, as Martin Luther taught us, but by infusion of divine grace. We become new creatures in Christ, conformed to the image and likeness of Jesus Christ. And that, con that conforming us to Christ is called sanctification, in which we become actual saints. And if we aren't canonized, we will be commemorated on the Feast of All Saints. We will be in the beatific vision. If we don't fully meet the demands of grace and justice in this world, we'll go to purgatory. But after purgatory, we will be in the beatific vision, we will be saints, and we will intercede and help those on earth until the full number of saints are united in the mystical body of Christ, and Christ comes on the last day to slay the Antichrist and to judge the quick and the dead. That's the, that's the religion I believe in. I don't believe in the religion of where I get to hang out with Mohammedan uh, imams and Hindus get to put necklaces and things on me. I'm not into that. I have friends who are not Catholic, Protestants, Jews, Muslims. Yes, Taylor Marshall knows some Muslims, hangs out with Muslims.
I'm not disrespectful to them. But I don't believe that those religions are true because I believe in Jesus. He's the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Jesus. And that's why I want the whole world to know about Jesus. That's why I'm on YouTube today. So I imagine if you're watching this, maybe you agree with me. And you too want people to know Jesus. And you want to, him, people to know Jesus in the way that he revealed himself in the New Testament and to the apostles through sacred tradition. Through sacred tradition. Let me say it again. Through sacred tradition. And this is why the ancient Roman rite is built upon the ancient traditions of the apostles. Yes, there were some modifications over time. Slow gradual modifications made by sainted, usually sainted popes. Not a complete novus ordo, new ordo, forced upon the people. Jesus Christ is the only way. The only way. So, if you live in Chicago, what's the answer? I think the answer is you have to move. Now, if you can't, no, you know, that you can't. If you can, I think you should. That's why I recommend going to realestateforlife.org. They can put you in touch with a real estate agent who can help you sell your home, find a new home in a great place, like Texas. I went to the Cowboys game. There's 80,000 people. I barely saw, there were some masks. And I, have, I got nothing wrong with people wanting to wear masks. That's your freedom. You can't make other people wear them. 80,000 people enjoying football. No masks. No one asking for my vaccination card as I went in. Can't do that here. By the way, I saw a priest at the football game. Or he saw me. And... He recognized me and he gave me a beautiful blessing invoking the holy martyr St. Stephen. It was awesome. We got traditional Latin masses. So the great Catholic migration is people saying, you know what? For the sake of our children and our grandchildren and for our own family and for our own souls, we got to move to somewhere where we can get fed. Where we can get the traditional sacraments. It looks like Chicago, unless Jesus Christ intervenes right away, is going to dry up. I can't imagine the confusion in my kid's life if I, if on Christmas, uh, Triduum, Easter, Pentecost, and then the first Sundays of every month we had to go to Novus Ordo, and then we switched back to traditional Latin Mass, just like whiplash, schizophrenic. I would have to do everything in my power to get out of Chicago. So if you want to do that, go to Real Estate for Life or anywhere, wherever you are in the country. If you're in California, by all means. Contact realestateforlife.org. Let them know Dr. Taylor Marshall. You already heard it. He, uh, Dr. Taylor Marshall show. And they'll help you out. And pray. Pray that rosary every single day. How... 
how are we going to overcome this persecution if we don't pray? Pray the rosary every day or you're not on the team. Pray that rosary. Rattle those beads. And let's pray for Cardinal Supic. Mm, mm, mm. Cardinal Supic. Cardinal of the Roman Church fighting against the traditional Roman right. Restricting it even more than it is in Rome. Don't like that. I don't like that. So we're going to pray a Hail Mary and a Gory B, but the Hail Mary is going to be for Cardinal Supic. Let's go ahead and pray that prayer for him. Notice I'm not telling you to hate bishops. I'm not telling you to have animosity. I'm not telling you to disobey. I'm telling you to pray. Every one of us has to make an account to Almighty God. All right, let's pray for him. Oremus. Nomini Patris et Fidi et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Ave Maria, gratia plena, Dominus tecum. Benedicta tu in mulieribus et benedictus fructus ventris tui, Jesus. Sancta Maria, Mater Dei, or Pernobis peccatoribus, nunc et etor mortis nostre. Gloria Patri et Filio, Spiritui Sancto, sicuterat in principio, et nunc et semper, et in secula seculorum. Amen. Nomini Patris et Filii, Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Friends, thanks for watching. If you like this video, please give it a thumbs up. Please share it on Facebook. And if you're new, please do subscribe and hit the bell. You'll be notified every time I go live. And I am live right now. People are asking, what's going to happen to, uh, to um, St. John Cantus in Chicago? I think they're in big trouble. I think St. John Cantus is in big trouble. And all these good Catholics have been donating money and donating time and building up that great church, St. John Cantus. And now they're about to get, looks like, played out. You're going to go to St. John Cantus on the first Sunday of the month, and my guess it's going to be a Novus Ordo done in a reverent way, in a pretty way. But it's not the traditional Latin Mass. And again, we trads, we don't just like Latin. We want the traditional liturgy, the traditional rubrics, the traditional words. It's not about just Latin. It's about the whole enchilada, the whole package. Yeah, so I think St. John Cantus is in big trouble. Um, I was at uh, the Latin Mass on Sunday, and a very kind, sweet lady came up to me and she told me that the traditional Latin Mass in Quebec, I believe, has been suspended. I don't know if that's true or not. I got to look it up. But we're starting to see this roll out globally. Numerous examples and Chicago is definitely ground zero. So keep on praying, friends. Keep on praying. Special thanks to everyone who supports this channel on Patreon. If you'd like me to send you some signed books or some cool merch, and support this channel, you can go to patreon.com forward slash drtaylormarshall. Lots of people joined up in December, and I signed those books and sent them out as quick as I can. Hopefully they made it there in time for Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, friends, remember, our Lord Jesus Christ says you're the light of the world and the salt of the earth. So go out there and be salty. God bless. Godspeed. <laughs>